You are listening to the Modern Marriage Podcast with Hannah and Brandon Como. As a marriage and family therapist, I am passionate about helping modern marriages thrive in today's world. Brandon and I understand the challenges that many marriages face, and our goal is to help you navigate life as a modern couple. We will discuss obstacles, share our own experiences, and help you create solutions to have the marriage that you have always wanted. Thank you for joining us here on the Modern Marriage Podcast. I am Brandon Como, and that lovely voice you just heard, my wife, Hannah Como, as we are very excited for you to join us today and very excited to begin this journey alongside with you. Absolutely. Brandon, I could not be more excited right now. And the reason why is we've been talking about this, doing a podcast, Mm -hmm. doing something regarding marriages for probably, I don't know, it feels like forever, but a very, very long time. And so the fact that it's finally here, um, it's just, I'm so excited that we are doing this. Well, I could remember this conversation actually starting one day after church. We'd probably been dating for about seven or eight months and just kind of talking about our dreams together. Mm -hmm. And this was something that you had brought up uh, as something that was on your heart. So when we talked about it together, it was something that really ignited a passion inside of me to be able to do this with you and to be able to talk about our relationship and to be able to talk about what we've learned in our marriage as we continue to grow together. Yes. I remember when we were dating and we were looking for resources we would read books and we looked at devotionals together mm-hmm. and we went to marriage conferences as we started our first year into marriage. And so I remember all that investing that we did was so important because as a marriage and family therapist, I work with clients all the time. I work with couples that are really wanting to improve their marriage, work on communication skills and really learn to resolve conflict. And sometimes, you know, it's really hard to do that. And mm-hmm. so without the tools and the resources to do that, a lot of times you can feel really hopeless in your marriage. And so because I'm so passionate about working with, you know, couples in their marriage, and this is something that we've talked about for, Mm -hmm. gosh, such a long time, um, that I really would love to be able to provide you guys with tons of tips and information on how to have the marriage you've always wanted. And as a husband, I think back to some of those marriage conferences that we went to and on some of those books that we read, even early on in our relationship, because it's been helpful to have those tools to be able to work through things such as, you know, conflict that arises and just normal marriage things that we all go through every day. You are totally right, Brennan. And the truth is, is there is no perfect marriage. There Mm -hmm. is no perfect couple. We as humans are not perfect. We make mistakes. I tell my clients this all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, although I'm a marriage and family therapist and I have years of education and training and I have tons of resources, even then I make mistakes in my own marriage. And so right. we've even had, you know, patches in our life where we've had to like look at our marriage and really make some adjustments and make some changes. And so, you know, I'm thankful that we were able to recognize those things that needed to be changed and adjusted, not just from your part or mine, but realizing we both contributed something to the um, to the situation, and we both had to contribute something to make a change. And one thing I've learned is that a good marriage never quits growing. And it's easy for our own emotions to come in and sidetrack us. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's great is to be able to go back to those tools as we continue to grow in our marriage and to continue to better uh, ourselves as a couple. And that is one thing that, looking back on it, I'm very thankful for that those times that we invested in our marriage leading up to this point and for investing in it as we continue to go along. Uh, There was, uh, I remember at Dr. Gary Chapman's conference one time, 
that he was pointing out a couple that was, you know, well into their 70s and 80s, and yet they had made a a commitment to go to one marriage conference a year. Mm -hmm. And that was a shining example of it doesn't matter how long you've been married. It doesn't matter, uh, you know, how old you are. You always still need to work on the marriage. There's, There's always something to learn to better that relationship. And the reason why is because every season in our life changes. Your yes. marriage changes. Mm-hmm. And so how your marriage looks at the beginning stage of the first five years or 10 years of your marriage is going to look different as you have kids and as your kids grow up and even as you become an empty nester, right? And so the dynamics of your life and your marriage changes. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be able to transform with that. Well, and there are so many stressors that come into a marriage that can change it. And we have one of two choices. We can either let it uh, bring us closer together or we can let it, you know, tear us apart. Mm-hmm. And whenever you're able to, we're able to come together in conflict, that makes that marriage stronger and that helps that transformation process. Mm-hmm. And of course, I can't think of anything more stressful that marriages have been having to deal with right now than this coronavirus pandemic. Absolutely. Uh, we've seen so much um, outside stress going on with worrying about getting sick, your family getting sick, not only that, but worrying about uh, financial security, about your job during this pandemic. And so we have all these outside stressors that come in our life and come in our marriage. And when we're stressed, it's hard for us to be able to implement tools and skills that we need to be able to have the marriage. And we often take it out on those that are closest to us, right? Right. Well, and for us right now, the one thing that we're going through during this coronavirus pandemic is we're having our first child together. Mm-hmm. And that has obviously made things as excited as we are to welcome our first child into the world. It's also brought in a lot more stress in the sense of we're treating it differently than as if we weren't pregnant. Mm-hmm. We're taking even more precautions because we're trying to make sure that we bring this baby safely into the world. Yeah, absolutely. And so for those that are listening, I'm sure you can think of a hundred different things going on that bring stress into your life. And so all those different components really do affect our marriages. And we have two main options. And those two main options is that we can either let the stress of the world really um, come down on our marriage, affect our marriage and really crush us. Or we can use this as an opportunity to really improve our marriage, to really improve our family dynamic. And as we're doing this, we're not just doing this, Uh, for ourselves or for our marriage, but you're really changing your family tree. For those that have kids or are thinking of having kids, you're really setting the tone for how they're going to communicate with other people, how they're going to learn to resolve conflict. They're going to learn those things from seeing it from you as the parent, to seeing how they're going to compare how a marriage should be, should be based on what they see in your own marriage. So let's talk about how marriages have changed over the last few decades. Mm Mm-hmm. So one area that has changed has been the technology that we have now. Yes. Technology is a big part of that because number one is it's great and I love technology and I use it all the time. And honestly, I don't can't even think of a world where we wouldn't have it. Right. But at the same time, I feel like that we have become a little bit more dependent on it. Mm-hmm. And so we are absorbed in constantly being on our phones, checking right. our emails, uh, being connected to social media. And so... We often um, are so connected to that mm-hmm. that sometimes that's a breakdown in our marriage and communication. Well, and for and, me, it's mm-hmm. really easy to find myself checking my email for work and just checking to see 
uh, what new has come in. Being a news anchor and a talk show host, mm-hmm. uh, news is always happening. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for me to go there and check to see, hey, what's happening in our area? What did I miss of what's going on? Absolutely. And we see that even at night. Instead of, you know, using this as a bid for connection at night mm-hmm. after we get um, get off of work yeah. or, you know, we're, we've finished uh, putting down the kids for bed and really being able to um, connect with each other. But a lot of times we're so tired that we really just want to be on our phones or kind of de-stress from everything that's going on. And so what happens is we kind of disconnect from Mm -hmm. each other. And so once that slowly starts to happen, we start seeing a huge disconnect in marriages and you start seeing the breakdown of not feeling close to your spouse anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that leads to not being happy in your marriage. And so it doesn't happen overnight, but it's that little bit by little bit of every night of every day, making those small little things um, that really combine to either a healthy marriage or one that's very disconnected. And one thing that we're going to talk about so much in this podcast as is communication mm-hmm. and communication. The lack of it is a huge reason why many marriages fail. And communication is something that as we can attest to, you have to work at it all the time. And when you were talking about that just now, it made me remember times of say I'm on my phone and I'm, I'm either looking at Facebook or I'm looking at my email and you're looking at me and saying, hey, we have some time to spend together. We're off from work. Let's spend some time. And you voiced that to me. And, and so I've had to say, okay, I'm putting my phone down. I need to make sure that I make, make our time right now a priority. Yeah, and, and it's so easy to do because we're, we're creatures of habit. And so we often get into the routine of doing certain things. And so it's so hard to break that habit of doing that. And so the reason why we wanted to do this podcast and why we call it modern marriage is to be able to really discuss all the changes that's happened over the last few years to the last few decades of how marriage truly has changed. And we have to be willing to make those changes as as our marriage has changed. Well, one thing you mentioned earlier was both of us coming back from work two income households. Mm -hmm. That has been a huge change that has happened over the last few decades. Absolutely. And that has definitely changed those traditional roles of husband and wife, mother and father. Mm -hmm. Because you're both working and you both kind of have to. If you're wanting to be able to have all the things that you want in life and be able to provide the things that you want for your kids, a lot of couples both have to be working full time. That does give you an advantage of being in a great financial place. But you also have to consider the fact that it also brings extra challenges that we used to not have to face. You're both exhausted. You're both overworked and probably overwhelmed. And then you come home and then you have all the chores and things to do at home. You have to work on things with the kids. And so there's a lot of different things going on that you're really having to juggle. It can be quite difficult, to be honest. Yeah, you said household chores. That's something that... Uh, has definitely changed over the years is that tradition, those traditional roles when it comes to household chores. Mm -hmm. And that's something that many couples have issues with on who does what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really a decision that you just have to make with your, with your spouse is talking about like who can do what we've learned that if you're both working and you're both very busy, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to divide up that workload. And so we're seeing that as a change from even comparing my marriage to even how my grandparents used to live. Mm -hmm. And so we really have to take that team approach if we're going to get everything done. And so I really think it goes back to that conversation we were just having a few minutes ago, Brandon, that communication really is key, but we have to be able to communicate with our spouse 
what we need from that other person. Mm -hmm. And so the number one complaint that I see in marriages when I work with couples as a licensed marriage and family therapist, what I see as the biggest issue is the lack of communication or miscommunication. And so I want to be able to provide tips and resources and tools on how to have better communication in your marriage, as well as learning how to resolve conflicts that doesn't escalate to a point where it's more harmful in your marriage um, and it's harder to be able to come back from. Because conflict in your marriage is a good thing if you are able to handle it correctly. And I talked earlier about emotions. Emotions can so very easily sidetrack us in a marriage. Mm -hmm. But when conflict comes up, it's a good thing because conflict is very much an opportunity for growth in marriage. Mm -hmm. And so as a marriage, if you can learn how to handle conflict better and better as it arises, it will make your marriage stronger and stronger. And it'll make your marriage strong enough to a point that it can handle bigger conflicts as they come along. That's exactly true because conflict is just like stress. It's going to naturally come up. If you're married or you're living or you're even breathing, you're going to have stress in your life. You're going to have conflict in your marriage. And so that's naturally going to happen. And so the thing is, is that when it does, it's an opportunity for you to be able to work through that conflict. But a lot of times what happens is, is that we get into a cycle of resolving conflict, but it doesn't resolve. It doesn't get to that resolution. Mm-hmm. Instead, it escalates to a point that results in um, arguing and name-calling. And so we, what, what I love to call not fighting fair. And so we get to a point where, you know, instead of resolving and working through that conflict, um, it becomes more hurtful and harmful in your marriage than really is helpful. And it's because of that there are some relationships that, avoid conflict. And that's not healthy either. No. In fact, I would rather have somebody that's actually has conflict, even if they don't know how to effectively uh, resolve it, than somebody that stonewalls or totally shuts down. Because at that point, you're not able to work through any of those things. And we actually see that that's the biggest um, prediction of divorce. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's why it's so important to be able to Uh, realize that if you're having conflict, that's a normal part of a relationship. Uh, But if you're not resolving it in a healthy way, that just means that you don't have the tools and the resources on how to do that. And so we have to just change that cycle. And our goal is to be able to give you the resources and the tips and use all the education that I've learned, the experience that we've had in our marriage, Brandon, to be able to give that to you so that you can have that better marriage. A healthy marriage never stops growing. And we look forward to growing with you here on the Modern Marriage Podcast as we navigate through life's challenges. Absolutely. So we're so excited you joined us today. We hope you tune in next time as we grow together and we continue to change our family tree. Thank you for listening to the Modern Marriage Podcast with Brandon and Hannah Como. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share. This podcast is not meant to provide counseling, but if you are living in Louisiana and are seeking individual, couples, or family counseling, Go to comocounseling.com to find out how to get started or follow us on Facebook at Como Counseling and Consulting.